Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Hi everyone. My name is Carl. My name is Julian. And we are... Two... Vegan... Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> uh, welcome back. This week's episode, we're joined by a very funny comedian, podcaster. Um, I mean, I think that's the two things. Rachel Fairburn. Um, she's great. I've known Rachel for years. I um, think I first met her in 2006. Big Oasis fan. What was that? That's... That's a smoke alarm. Was That'd be all right, though, wouldn't it? What? To leave that in the intro? Yeah. We can leave it in the intro. Shows we're safety conscious it as well. Is. Guys, check your smoke alarm it's batteries. True. That there was... Uh, Don't was, use the batteries for your remote control. Um, are they the same ones? I think it's a 9 volt normally in, oh, uh, is it? in smoke oh, alarms. Oh, that's a vibrator one. Is it? What, well, the square ones? Yeah. Really? Three of them. Um. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. That's my smoke alarm must be really dying if it's kicking off like that. Um, this, all right, we're, we're going to wrap up the intro, and I'm, I'm going to go. Might actually be a fire going on in the other room. It'll nah, be all right. It'll be all right. We're in the front room, and it will survive. Yeah. Um, enjoy this week's episode. Share it with your friends. Like it. Share like it. it comment. Share ask it. questions. Yeah. Just stay. Um, stay with us. Stay with us. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots with me, Carl Donnelly. And me, Julian High. Julian High? <laughs> What's that shit? I don't know, man. And Rachel Fairburn. Hello. Welcome. Uh, I was going to say welcome back. I've not been, yeah, well. There's never, no. That's, that could have been like I've had a bad time and I'm now back from yeah, it. Yeah, but I think, cause I remember you, did we do, a, did you come on a live one that me and Chris did? We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago. In the Hive. Yeah. Yeah, they were a real mixed bag. It was a bit... Bit raucous, I think the one that I oh, maybe that we did, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was um, I well, mean, in Edinburgh, yeah, yeah. We, me and Chris did a bunch of live ones, and some were great and like just chilled, nice sort of. You know, it's a venue that is variable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's basically in a cave underneath a fucking bridge. Sometimes it is inhabited with trolls, but um, yeah, we had some that were car crash, yeah, some that were really easy, some that were like f- what just made fun it so? Bit. What made it a car crash? Well, no, I mean, just we had we had a couple that were just dead. Uh, we had a couple. We had some that were rammed, but quite lively. I think that one was yeah. lively. It wasn't they were very problematic. Drunk. Yeah, I remember them being very, very drunk. Yeah, but so we had a couple where there was some persistent mm-hmm. um, interrupters. Yes. Yes. Um, but this is this is now a new podcast. Me, Chris is no longer with us. <laughs> he died. I was going to say that sounds very uh, dramatic. God rest his soul. Uh, R.I.P. Chris R.I.P. Martin. Chris Martin, and um, he now lives in L.A. That's why he's no well, longer. That's, that's right, why living his best life. Yeah, mm. that's why me and him had to break up. Because <laughs> you're in a podcast pairing. I am. Yes. Um, with Kiri Pritchard McLean. Mm-hmm. Um, all. F- Killer no filler. Oh, killer no filler. Which is very good. All Thank about you. mass murderers. Serial right? killers. Serial I mean, killers. Picked a very Not a mass good murderer. Topic. Yeah. Love yeah, serial weirdly, killers. Weirdly, I feel like you started that just before the boom of we did Netflix, like true of crime murders we, in I the think area. We were quite because the thing is, we wanted to pick something that we were interested in. So we've got loads of mutual interest. Me and Kira, like, we're interested in like taxidermy, like <laughs> spooky stuff. And, taxidermy. Like, taxidermy. Yeah. Love a stuffed animal. Stuffing animals, animal, stuffing dead animals. What, you do it yourself? Oh, oh God, no, I don't <laughs> do it, I'm too squeamish. Oh, what, you just... Uh, I've got lots of it. Ah. Like, I've got, like, a duck and a snake. How, and I used how, to... Do they die of natural causes? I, they die of taxidermy. I, I don't like to think about that. <laughs> yeah. But the things that I've, I've bought are quite old. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't buy something that's, you know, been made last week. Right. What, so, why, why, why? I don't know. It's that thing in it, like... It's like hipster taxidermy, <laughs> modern stuff. Oh, God. Some, have you seen like, where they'll have a, just a, contemporary like a duck snakes, with a top please. hat? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I hate yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. I think it's very disrespectful Humiliating, to the dead animal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like, it's, it's dead. It's just, not that animals can feel disrespect. I reckon they can. You, yeah, I was going to say, you, you think they... Well, no, but it's dogs. Dogs definitely, you can see when dogs are embarrassed or shameful. Or... Some dogs just look shameful of their, their face. I know, but I mean... seen me wank so much. But have you not seen them? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but have you ever seen them, like people put them videos where they they come home and their dogs like ripped up the sofa, and they yeah, look yeah, at the yeah. dog and the dog's doing that sort of can't make eye contact. That is shame, yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah. yeah, dogs can. Or definitely... it knows it's going to get in trouble. Yeah, but it's also there's the look, the shame. Shame is a thing where you know you've done something wrong as well. 
I if, think if you could be affectionate those. as well, that's animals, my default setting. Can, yeah, yeah. Other, probably have other other emotions. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, so you forget all that and have them stuck. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I buy all these horrible things. Um, although Kiri's a vegan now, she so is. I wish she. Yeah. I don't know if her stance on it is has changed. Probably thanks to the podcast. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, it could be like is, some yeah. people. There are some vegans who will buy old, like secondhand leather and stuff. Yeah, because it's out there, isn't it? See, yeah, I've got this thing about that as well. Like, I wouldn't buy a fur coat. Yeah. But then when you see oh, a vintage one that's been there for fifty years. Yeah. It's like it's there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's got to don it. Yeah, that's kind I've of. I've still got old vegan belt that I still wear. Really. I mean, that is no, it's definitely not. I mean, a leather plane. That, <laughs> that was the loudest plane I think I've ever heard here. Now and again, when it, when it, during the summer, when these back doors were open, oh, I it's hear it's coming a towards fly. us. I think it, yeah, that was. <laughs> that would be some great Facebook live streaming. Oh, that my would God. Be that would be, Imagine that. That Just would go viral. Front page of Chortle. I reckon Amazing. so. At least. Mm. I was All about to say, dead. This is how long ago I last looked at Chortle. I was about to say, it, at least make the WTF page, which oh, I don't God. think happens anymore. I rarely look at that website yeah i think i think it's mean-spirited to be honest with as you as a website yeah well, weirdly we were chatting with kay Gerd about it well. and kay and we had a slight sort of different take on it but obviously that's understandable but he was saying cause he was talking about that edinburgh thing that um chortle have done which is like 10 uh, BAME yeah I saw someone tweet about that yeah and I saw I saw Dane Baptiste tweet about it and quite again quite rightly sort of pointing out that why are you splitting why mm. surely part of the issue is that it's actually such a white festival the last thing you want to do is start making lists of like right by the way there are these <laughs> yeah, 10 yeah, black yeah. people and um, and but I, I, he was and I, I totally get why people would be annoyed about it I was saying I don't think it's a cynical Thing I think I genuinely think it comes from a lack of understanding. From yeah, Steve. Actually, he's trying to I, be. Yeah, he's I, trying to be right on. I know but so it's ma- a bit. I know so many comics that actually that think Steve Bennett is really cynical and sort of nasty and all this. And I don't think he is. I, think I genuinely. I'm I, not, and I, I don't read Chortle. I don't read reviews. But when I used to. But so is the guy who says, "Oh, I, my best mate's black." He's sort of. You know what I mean? That's not cynical. No, no, yeah. I, that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's a lack of understanding. Yeah, it's a lack yeah, yeah, of awareness. Yeah. So, and I don't. I genuinely think. Just and this is from my handful of times I've chatted to Steve. I think he's quite a nice bloke who probably mm. just doesn't understand what's what his yeah. his effect with those things on comedians. I, I think I don't know. Sometimes the tone of what he writes is a bit. It can be nasty Pissy. to people. Well, yeah, but that's I, surely criticism is what he does. That's no, the whole point, what, isn't it? But he doesn't call it a critique. He'll call him a rev- himself a reviewer. Yeah, but a reviewer is critiquing yeah. what they're watching. Yeah. That's exactly. And the thing is, I know loads of comics who like will sort of talk about how did you, like they'll like sort of say Mark uh, Mark Kermode or something who's a well yeah one of the best film reviewers around, or they'll sort of. They're fine with all other criticism at the moment. It's about us. It's like, no, yeah, these yeah, fucking yeah. They're yeah, cynical yeah, yeah. wankers. Because <laughs> it's about them. <laughs> it's that thing. I, I just, the trick is don't read it. If you don't, I don't yeah. read Jortle. And so I've got this sort of thing of whenever I meet Steve, I think, oh, he's a nice enough bloke. He's harmless. He is. I think, but, and he's a bit of a, he's just a nerdy comedy fan. I think he wants to be friends with people. And you, yeah, you, but, but also you can't review people and then be friends with them, I don't think. No, not you, at you all. You need that, that distance. And I think so, yeah. And I think, I do, I do think there is that distance. I don't know any comedian that goes for a coffee with him. Well, there has been. There, he has got mates, hasn't he? Um, that are comics. Who? Name them. Name and shame. <laughs> Let's fucking rip them down, mate. You're dead, mate. You're out of the comedians club. I don't know. Wasn't he with Ava Vidal for a while? Um, oh, that's, I mean, that could be the case. I could be just a rumour started. I think he was. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, and I was with him for two weeks. <laughs> it, was just, it was a very short-lived affair. After he gave just you a, snogging in the loft after bar. After he gave you three and a half stars, you're like, I might as well nosh him off. Get that up to four. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, Could you take the review down, Steve? But, um, I'm really bad, though, because I do read everything. Why? Because I'm an idiot. Because, like, in Edinburgh... It's hard not to, but I, I do stay I away to, from it. I want it. to know who's in. Right, oh, oh that's God, terrible. before uh, the show. Yeah. Why uh, does that affect what you would do on stage, it doesn't, Rachel? It doesn't, but I'm a control freak and I cannot bear the If thought. it doesn't affect what you're doing on stage, then that's oh, I good. Never, I would never change anything. I do what I do. But I mean, your mindset up there, do you feel a bit more tense? No. No, that's I just, good then. I just like to know. I just Because if I see comp, I'm like, who's this? Yeah. And then I, I just... Paul, who does... Paul Sullivan, who did my, did, did my PR last year, he was like, 
Rachel, in, in the ten years that I've been sort of working with comedians, you're the only one who's asked, who wants to know who's in, where I, they're from. I, that's not, I know. I, I know strictly say I don't yeah. want to know anyone who's in. Don't ever tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my thing is I don't like to know because sometimes I quite like talking. If I see somebody with like a lanyard. I love to just get stuck oh, in, yeah. not stuck in in a bad way, but sort of go. Oh yeah, hello fun. lanyard. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> so it's a bit of fun, isn't it? So you I know. need to learn what a lanyard is. A lanyard it's a waistcoat, is, a luminous a, one. No, a lanyard is like a sort of. A, <laughs> oh yeah, the you don't know what a lanyard. Oh, the necklace like uh, the, pass thing. Yeah, 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 the yeah, pass yeah. thing. Yeah. If you see yeah. somebody with like a fringe pass, you're like, fucking, let's see what this prick yeah, says. Yeah. What? Yeah, what are they doing here? Um, yeah. But yeah, but anyway, but that was the. What? How do we get onto that? We were talking about reading stuff. And Chortle. Oh, yeah, the plane. Oh, yeah, uh, how we, we would have made Chortle. We yeah. would have made best shows that are no longer at the fringe <laughs> due it. to death. I think we'd have been given a prize as well. Panel actually. prize. Panel Definitely. prize, yeah. Ah, that apart from been. you, because you weren't going anyway. Oh, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> well, now, for a few days. Yeah, but you're not doing the fringe. So you <laughs> wouldn't, I'm technically, I'm doing it. No, but it wouldn't be able I'm to give flying. you... I'm a... flying. <laughs> no, you're having you're, a mini break. I'm going to wear a lanyard and sit on your front row. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are you doing your show? Underbelly, Bristow Lovely. Square. Lovely. And because I like consistency, I've got the same room at the same time. What room? Last year, uh, Dexter. Dexter. Mm. Is this murder related? Total coincidence. Is it? Total coincidence that like Dexter. Yeah, it's yeah. a type of cow apparently, though, isn't it? Because they're all mm. they're all cow- named after cows yes. or cow names. Yeah, there's the Daisy Buttercup. Buttercup. Uh, dairy, there's a dairy, dairy. room, isn't there? Yeah. There's a Frisian room, Ooh. which I think's a bit doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? Yeah, um, that would be one of the ones where I guarantee at least one comedian playing that room on a day when it's really hot goes, "Oh, it's not bloody Frisian in here, is it?" <laughs> like that, I'm and then they lose that. a star off their review. Um, so you're doing what's your show called? The People's Princess. The People's Princess, um, and is it ready? We are, but well. What, a week and a bit from the Fringe? I did, like, a preview on Friday, and that was the one where I was like, oh, I think I know what I'm doing now, yeah. but I've got too much stuff. And then... I, 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 one of my favourite things when previewing is when... Because I'm always somebody who sort of overwrites yeah. and then cuts down and sort of edits down. Yeah. But that saying that to some comics is that, that they could take it so badly. Do you know when you say to some comics during previews, like, yeah, I just need to cut it down. It's like an hour and ten. Because they're, they're trying like, to pad out their yeah. 20. Yeah, got, yeah. It, yeah I'm, I'm thinking I'm the same as you because I do overwrite yeah. stuff and then I'm like, it doesn't need that bit, does it? Oh, take that out there. That yeah, was two yeah, minutes yeah. And I, I've just had a... I did have a preview the other week in Leicester that even though the audience were nice, it just made me feel like I, I was in the wrong job and I didn't know what I was doing. Yes, but they'd always... They'd just always totally come. floundering. I was like... You should, I, I reckon it's good to have. I mean, obviously, there's a line of if you've got ten previews mm-hmm. and eight of them are like that, and that's probably a bad sign. I always have at least two previews that make me go either I'm shit or this show is shit. Yes, that's how I felt, and that's fine though. It's just part of it, it because you can't make something good without it at some point being bad. Mm. So it needs even if you had ten great good previews point. from the word go. Actually, it's probably that means you're setting yourself up for a fall. Day one of Edinburgh might be hard or shit, and that will knock you. So yeah. it's good to know. It's also good to know what that show roughly will sound like doing it to not many laughs. Makes you work yes. on it as well, doesn't totally. it? Totally. Just keeps you on your toes. Mm. I've it's never had a bad it. one myself. You've never, uh, never. I've seen bad ones. I've <laughs> <laughs> read a bad one. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so that is, that's the thing. Of I think previews are, they're there for that purpose, yeah. aren't they? How I feel about it now is I kind of, I like it. I'm happy with it. I enjoy doing it. I just want to know it. Yeah. And I want to do it. Yes. But that's still, that's I think, another five days away. a situation to be in, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm Learn, happy. That learning it thing. You'll like, definitely learn it. That's easy. Have you yeah. done a preview without any notes? No, not no, yet. That's, that's, the, that's the leap of faith, Doing isn't that it? on Saturday. I think, yeah, because I've got four previews left, and I've not done one without notes. Mm. But I feel like... I think tomorrow I'm going to try my first one without notes. I've got two back-to-back tomorrow. Ooh. So I'm going to do the first one with notes, just, just with a little set list, and then one um, without. And just whatever I forget, I forget. And the bits I forget, I'll go, I forgot that, and hopefully that will make it go in and my head. Going. I'm at that stage where I keep going over it in my mind, and I know more than I think of it. Because I'll go up and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, 
it's this bit now. Yeah. Oh, I know more than I think. Yeah. But there's still bits that I've still not written properly. So I find with them previews, like once you get to a point of previews, when you've sort of just got a set list, you're not got big... Is I find... Um, word I'm, for word script. Well, no, but I find that I... If, in between bits, I just talk so much shit between like... So I'll do a bit, like, like finish, punchline, whatever, blah. And then I'm trying to think my way to the next bit and I'm just waffling. Yeah. So literally I'll spend a minute saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just padding, trying to remember, the treading next water, bit. trying to remember what the next bit is, and it's brutal, man. For the audience, any guys just, in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Give me a cheer if you're a person. <laughs> but all, I know, or I sort of know where I've got to get. But my wording of it is so flabby and shit. Yeah, that it's yeah. just like it really just drags out a show. Mm. So yeah. it's, that's once it's once you know it is getting it that you can just get to the point. Get it? it tight. Yeah, and also I think the first couple of days in Edinburgh, you should be a bit. Ooh. Like definitely still thinking. on your back foot a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think by like the fourth day you should be like, right, okay, this is it. This yeah, is what yeah, I'm doing. yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it's not fun being really slick, is it? I don't think sometimes, like, because it's not. I don't think it's that no. fun for the audience because they. And it takes you out of the moment as well if you're too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to hear somebody being. I'm as slick as fuck. <laughs> It's because you've done the same jokes for 15 years. I still forget them. I still go off notes. Yours is the tightest set of, on earth. I'm on mate. notes at the Glee. <laughs> of a music stand. <laughs> like you're doing a fucking best man speech. Just bring my auto cue. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah that's the thing I'm a firm believer in that it, the show is never finished. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always sort of in a state of yeah. Flux. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you do a bit of this in it? I do a bit of that, yeah. I do a little bit of this. Um, so, yes, that is. So, it's, are you excited about it? Though? Do you get stressed about Edinburgh? Because, like, it's weird. So again, we were talking to Kay about different people's reactions anxiety to Anxiety and excitement. Like, some it's people the hate same the energy. place. Some I... people love the place. Some people are, uh, I've got to go. So, you know, so there's loads of I enjoyed different... it last year, but I was really, z- I was quite zen, but it was yeah. hard at first. But you were quite self-contained as well. You yeah, sort of... stayed in all day. Well, yeah, you didn't go see any shows or whatever come out. Like, in the see, events. I'm a bit like that. I'm, I'm a little bit like that. So I think the idea of it is worse than the reality. Of course. So yeah. I dread it, it, and I dread it, and I'm like, I don't want to go, don't want to go. And I'm I, and then I'll get like a little bit of excitement and I go, oh, I don't like that feeling. Let's let's get rid yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose not... there is that fear of setting yourself up for a... Yeah. But if you've done it a few times, it's fine. I, you know them comedians that really sort of, I think, build up that it's this biggest thing that's going to yeah, be, yeah. this is going to break me. And then like day two, they've it's got like seven clearing people. Their in <laughs> clearing their diary for all that's going to come yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who go on about like, who actually go there with the mindset of I'm going to win something? Oh my that, god! To me, I, I just find that worst incredible. show at the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all most it, overconfident comedian <laughs> on the circuit. All you want from it, or all I ever want from it, is to have a show that I enjoy doing. Yep. Have loads of new stuff. Yes, that's it. Have audiences it? happy. Get maybe get a couple of nice and reviews. Bare cash. Yeah, and five well, grand cash in an envelope be lo- at the end. <laughs> Gold. Imagine that. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'll just give you that on the way out. I like to come out, <laughs> Just yeah. 5K in ironed <laughs> notes, unmarked bills. Yeah, and it's that thing, every year you come out, as long as that's what I've got to that point where I'm very much, my wants are very small. Just a bag of But I've never ever gone up there thinking this is the year I want to do this. And the ones where I've... You've got a good attitude towards it, though. Yeah. Probably the best. But I've had some years where... Adam Hess has got a good um, yeah. attitude as well. But I think it's... Um, yeah, I just don't think you should ever put sort of expectations too firm in place. You're setting yourself up for a fall. Mm. And sometimes, I mean, I've come back. Was it last? Did I tell you last week about when I came back from Edinburgh one year and went deaf? <laughs> you were, you I, went deaf? I, I, had, I had a very, um, I had a bit of a big year in terms of, woo! <laughs> I think I was just coming out of a marriage. I, um, I, was, I was really having a fun time. <laughs> um, no, I was just drinking a lot, doing a lot of drugs and stuff. I just went a bit off the rails for a month yeah. in Edinburgh. And I just, it was a, it was a good show. I end up somehow having a good show, like together and that. But I just, I've just, I've never put my body through that much strain. You forgot how to hear. Yeah, but no, but I got back and uh, went sort of about eighty percent deaf the day after Edinburgh. Did you go to the doctor? Yeah, and basically it was just um, every my body, I was my immune system was so low down. I got this really severe ear infection, and I just couldn't hear for about a week. I was like, Did you hear that? What was that? I didn't hear it. It's like a UFO landing It's like an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the elephant's cleaning itself oh, in the yeah, garden. Oh, yeah, Carl's got a new elephant. <laughs> but, yeah, I really went to town. 
Uh, yeah, wow. it's gross. But um, but yeah, I mean that's not something to expect out of it. I don't want to. Let's see yeah, if I can have a year. So you probably might go deaf. You don't want to go deaf. Um, are you doing any podcast stuff up there? We're doing one show on the twenty, the last Sunday, I think. Uh, um, I'm really bad at this assembly. We're doing it's, it's nearly sold out though. Lovely. We're just doing the one show. Where's that on George Street? That one. It's the Robert Aikman Theatre, I think. Mm. Oh, that's quite a newish one, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Gilded Balloon are there now. Yeah, or something like that. I think it's around. I'll be honest, I'm really bad, but it's on the. It's not in the brochure either. Oh, Google right. it. Twenty fifth, I think. Is it Sunday the twenty fifth? Yeah, that'll be the last. Yeah, Sunday. at midday. So nice. that, that's happening. But yeah, it's nearly sold out, which is really good. So that'll be nice. But it's weird now because I. When we do live shows now, it's like a, you know, two sections. So we, we do an hour, a break, yeah. and then another hour. Ooh. And now we've just got to do an back to the old Edinburgh style of an uh, hour. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Easy. What we're going to do? Easy. It's like it's, it's harder to do that, I think, than the, the two sections. How, um, have you, I think somebody might have asked this on the group. I can't remember. Talk, but about the sort of... Are you going to run out of serial killers at any point? What's the plan? Or are you going to? Uh, oh, I'll become one if you're really desperate. That's so kind. I mean, I've no, got. I, I've already got my suspicions, I, mate. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Do you know what? I've got my I've, eye on a few cats. You what know what, what would your be? What would your mo be? What's mo? Modus operandi. What, oh. what would you do? What would my be, key yeah. selling point. Your, your my USP. USP, yeah. mate. Yeah. What's yeah. your USP what as a serial killer? I'll just uh, follow people. <laughs> I like how you said people and not women then. That was good. Yeah, it wouldn't be women. I wouldn't kill women. Equal that's too hack, is, isn't it? It is a bit hack, yeah, I'd start killing some straight white males. No, that's not a lot have been done, have they? Um, we're unrepresented. In the, or in, the, in the murder victims. Yeah, yeah we're, we're the so. killers. Yeah, yeah. In serial killing terms, yeah, probably. So I'd probably, yeah. Yeah, we're really sort of... Middle-aged... Straight white mouths just yeah. take them out as with an industry. Beer glass. It needs a bit more representation, <laughs> doesn't it? This is what we need. We need to write. A, we need out, to write a ten I'd be like best Dexter, though. fame serial killer. I think, yes, I'd find assholes like Dexter, but not like Mer- just like yeah, yeah, yeah. dickheads and just, just take, take their kneecaps the out. Dick, the Greenwich dickhead killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to do it bare hand, like just, just beat them to death. Just unload on their face. Practice. A lot, lot of DNA going to be left, though, isn't it? Just let my hands go. You know what I mean? But what, you'd have to wear some form of glove. You'd have to be totally covered bare to not need DNA. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'll yeah. figure it out. I'll figure it out. Okay. You, you must figure know, it out. You're, you're meant to have a good. You're meant to start pretty. You must strong. know some loopholes about how people get caught and how not to get caught. Can you email me them? I'll, I'll send you a list. I'll send you some articles that you might find useful. Thanks. Yeah, that'll be. Good. But we're never going to run out. I, no. I don't if think you kill a complete stranger, luckily there's always people like us. If you kill a complete stranger, that's the hardest ones. Like if I walked out on the street and killed someone and just come back in and cracked on with the bands, yeah, you probably wouldn't get caught. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you I just, mean, the listeners might report you to the police. Oh, yeah, shit. If you just left no, him good. out yeah. with a live. I don't think we've got any grasses as listeners. Um, no, you're right, actually. They are quite a nice bunch, aren't they? Yeah. I don't think... Um, G me up to the cops. I mean, the, the big sort of twist would be if you turned out to be a serial killer doing the podcast. That'd right? be great. And it's hiding, great. hiding in plain sight. What a great we, cover. We often get sort of unsolicited things that people have, have written for us. Um, what, like fan fiction? Yeah. Really? Kiri, yeah, Kiri showed one the other week. Are they sort of a bit smoochy between the two of you? Well, there was one where... And it always ends up that... <laughs> Not that... I mean, <laughs> that one I wrote. No, um, <laughs> what I mean is that sounds... A, is, there a creep, is there a creepy sort of type of... some a very small percentage of listener who is a bit like... Ooh. Yeah, and it is very, very small. Yeah, of course. And it's always men. And yes. they... You're welcome. The, the one that... It always ends up like we're the serial killer in the end or we catch a serial killer. But one that we got sent was... Um, it was the, the guy had obviously written it at like four in the morning after ten pints. Ooh-wee. And he was like, okay, I, I've got this idea. Which is where I'm just you're run with your it. best creatively. Yeah, I'm just going to run with it. That's when I do my it. best creative writing. <laughs> after ten pints and a wank. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, That's where it gets the juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically that... We'd gone to a bar, I was talking to somebody at the bar, and then Kiri said, then we were back at a hotel and Kiri said, oh, I really need to have a wank, but I can't come unless I'm lying down. 
I get that. I relate. And then Liam Gallagher came in. I, by the way, the weird, oh, I won't say who it is, but a male comedian friend of mine just told me that very thing about himself the other day. Doesn't do any standing knee what tremblers. <laughs> no, no, he can't. He said he said he and he basically and I, it's, it's, sorry to interrupt, but it's, it's just good, sparked the growth for the memory. core. If you stand so he up, can't, he messaged he... me basically saying he was doing a corporate gig and uh, he was in, they'd given him like a hotel room as a dressing room and he was just he had, thought he had a couple of hours to kill. So he said he was laying on the floor, knocking one out. Was the door locked? Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a hotel room. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> wide open um, just wide open and then he got a phone call saying we're, we're actually ready early can you come down now and he literally was lying on a hotel room floor knocking one out and then he said that and, we, and I said I, I told him I was like why why were you lying on a hotel room floor he said like oh, don't well. name me in that story will you yeah, just don't want anyone to know um, and then he just said he, he goes I, said, well, I, just, I like lying down and I, I think he said something about didn't want to mess up the bed or something. I go on all fours most of the time. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. One of my oldest mates uh, from school. That is a horrible image. <laughs> one of my oldest friends from school told us we were once when we were like 18 having that conversation in a pub about like, how do you do it? And um, we we're all going around and just saying normal versions. And then uh, my mate, I won't say his name either. He said he um, puts out sort of a... Almost like a runway on the f- on the floor and gets over it in all fours. Runway, anyway, he has a runway wank. and then jumps at the end like an aeroplane. <laughs> but anyway, just... but yeah. So, so basically, it turns out some people can only masturbate lying flat down on their back. Wow! So I mean, back to the story. Yeah. But then, then ultimately, the, the end of it was that Liam Gallagher came, Gallagher came in, and obviously, I was so overwhelmed by Calm this that, down. that I ran. He's, he's not scales. Oh, is he? Not? I <laughs> I oh, ran no. off to be with him and let her get murdered. Oh. Who murdered her? This is it. Just a so serial killer just, out of nowhere. Just this character had come in. Just terrible. curtain blowing. Yeah, and then... I, mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to criticise, but that's some terrible writing. It was very, very bad. And then some people just email... Sometimes we get really weird emails that will say, uh, hello, I have some information on the Green River Killer. Phone the police. Message yeah, me yeah, if yeah. interested. And oh. we're like, we're just two women who do podcasts for yeah, coffee, yeah, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not the FBI, mate. Yeah. Also, I do have other, have other interests as well. I don't just yeah, yeah. solely. It's not just serial killer. No. Um, you know. It's funny that when you're sort of do anything, stand up, podcast, you do just get sort of. I, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't get any. I've had any. I never had a few creepy ones in my time. Again, that is obviously a, probably a gender. DM based me anyone. Uh, but I still get. Was, one, it, was one it male or female creeper? Um, mostly female. Oh. Not loads. Don't worry. I'm not sort of. I've had know, a few hit me I don't up think on I've Snapchat. Put out that energy. It's nice. What you do? Yeah, but you put out that energy of being a creep <laughs> <Yes>. yourself. <laughs> I'm very different. I'm the, I'm the zen sort of uh, nice guy. Uh, but um, I've had a few guys in the past just get a bit too over familiar. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's that sort of you know, there's that thing. Reply guys is what they say. It's like it's loads of every every comedian, every female comedian I know has a, almost like a sort of gang of men that just reply to everything they do, not negatively. But if the honestly, just positive. A lot yeah. of it is just yeah, and it's just constant. It's a bit scarier, isn't it? If it's too positive, yeah. just non-stop. And I've had a bunch of those over in my years, um, but. I get I, I weirdly and I don't know if this is maybe it's not, it might be a, a compliment because I'm nice to people after gigs whenever I chat to someone I don't hang around with mm-hmm. all these members but I'll always take stop the old wedding ring off I twist it a lot I do that that's like a weird nice little I think it's a little security yeah um, but I get uh, people who are thinking about doing stand up message me all the time mm-hmm. asking like for advice or something I got one the other day asking if I'd listen to their set they recorded at home I've had someone send me a five-page script of their... They've not done a gig yet. And you're yet. doing the stuff now. And I'm doing it, mate. So I've got a new Edinburgh show. <laughs> but I'm like, you should just do a gig, man. Yeah. But here's that thing of, I think, you know, it, the problem with social media is that there isn't really a rule book, is there? Mm. So I think some people... I think it's absolutely fine. Some people just... It's, it, can, it is, it is essentially like a conversation. Have but, a chat. But there's... Um, but I see I'm, I'm quite a sort of... Yeah, thanks. Bang. Like I, I, I never engage... You know, really, but sort of. Yeah. I don't begrudge people for just sort of. In getting, public, I, I don't like, engage if it's on a wall or something because I don't know. What, I think everyone's looking. I don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just like keep it short. But then you just take but, it to DMs. Put on DM, not in a creepy way. Just you know what I mean. Have a chat. Okay. I think cockpits. No the <laughs> the one of the worst no that I've had, and it, it was so sort of so this. 
I did this gig in Blackburn, and this guy was there, and he knew the comedian whose gig it was. Yes. Oh, name. What's that? And he seemed. I'll tell you after. He seemed, and it's lovely. It's not an issue with him. He seemed like he was making out like he was more friendly with him than he was. If that made sense. And then he said to me that he liked the podcast, and I was like, "All right, fine." And then he sort of followed me on Instagram and was like, oh, really enjoyed your set, blah, 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 blah. And I said, oh, right, thanks. And then I just followed him back out of politeness, which I don't usually do, but I thought because he was potentially... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be rude. And then he just relentlessly kept messaging me and sort of hinting at sort of stuff I'd mentioned in my set, mentioning it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I know what I've written, mate. Yeah, yeah. But then he... I put a picture of me on Instagram with a banana as a joke. Uh-oh. And he sent me a message that said, well, you won't have any problems with me. I'm circumcised, so no peel back required. Oh. And what's, yeah, there's definitely a thing of like, he's, yeah, he's really jumped from like 10 yeah, miles an hour was, it was to like, 80 describing miles Describing his there. cock. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, such it is, a leap. It? Yeah, it's and a I, real... And I didn't answer... And I left it. I was like, and then he unfollowed him. I was like, oh yeah, you're weird. Didn't answer it. And then he just. What was his place like? Tidy or? <laughs> and then, then he came to one of my previews, like oh, one of my very early previews that, when I was gigging in Manchester. And he messaged me. He's like, I'm coming to your preview. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And he came to it, and didn't speak to me at all, which was fine, but was just there. Yeah. Then messaged me afterwards, and he's like, oh, I'm going to come to one of your podcast shows. Kind of, can, should we have that drink afterwards? And I went, That drink? Yeah. And I went, Hi, Really sorry. I said, um, He thought you were keen, probably, though. But, but yeah, but I mean, he's. He read it wrong. But completely. I mean, he read, but obviously, he didn't even read anything wrong. Yeah. He's, so, he's, he's jumped to that an unnecessary Yeah, he's conclusion. created he read this the thing vibe wrong. in his mind. Yeah. And I, I just said, like, I just said, uh, Really sorry, don't really hang around after gigs because I, I tend to like to go home. Also, I wouldn't be having a drink with you in any romantic sense because I actually have a boyfriend. Did you say yeah. that to him? Yeah. Oh. He was like, I wasn't asking you like that. And I was like, all right, okay. Well, and yeah, he, he clearly, clearly well, was. He described he did, his yeah, cock. He described his yeah. dick, mate. And he just went on and on and on and on. And I just left it. And he's like, why are you ignoring me? And I was like, I don't Because you're you. a psycho, mate. And then I just left it and didn't do anything about it. And then he just sent me a message a couple of months ago like, but tickets to this? I'm like, please just yeah, yeah, yeah. go away. Like, is but yeah, you can't have go at somebody and then go. By the way, I'm coming to your show. It's yeah. like, you make your decision. You and I, idiot. I just didn't because he sort of knows this person that we know. Get rid, mate. Get rid. Block him. Yeah, I think I should get do, somebody to I? beat him up. Yeah. Um, what's have we got? Some questions. He could be one of my first to... victims, if you like. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. That yeah. would be a good one. You could yeah, yeah. kill uh, Reply Guys. Yeah. You'd become like a folk hero, though, and like, everyone would... Anyone, yeah, anyone that sends five unresponded to messages uh, and then gets over angry. the case of a month and then's really to nice a female and comedian gets done. That's, yeah, I it think that's fine. Up. I think that's absolutely fine. Is yeah. he big? Good. No. Good, I'll fuck him up right now. <laughs> Come at me, Send bro. Send your dick, mate. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few in the bank. Um, I actually said this was the question that reminded me, that made me think of that. Sorry, um, David Stepney on the group says, "Does Rachel look at people and life in general differently after all the research she does for her podcast?" He's only up to the Ivan Millet. Oh, Ivan Millet. Ivan Millet. Who's what? what who's what, Ivan, Millet? He's, Ivan Millet? He's scary. He's well, they're all scary. He's the Australian backpacker. Oh, oh was that the Wolf Creek guy? Yes, it's sort of. Wolf Creek sort of based, based on yeah. Ivan Milat. Um Really, yeah. I, think. I watched that Christmas Eve. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's lovely, isn't it? You do that, Scrooge, <laughs> Elf. It's the trilogy, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think... Do I look a bit... Oh, no. I think... Um, I don't know if I was... I, I, do, I do a bit, if I watch a lot, because I watch a lot on YouTube, like the interrogations of serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating the way the... FBI like get it out of them and yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the masters at sort of interviewing and getting them to confess. Yeah. I think I've always been quite cynical about people, so I don't think this reading about. I have to admit, from doing the podcast and like, especially when we're doing live shows quite a lot, and you know, we record a lot of episodes in like one sort of bit in one sort of couple of week period. 
I get like I get a bit down. I don't. I don't right. like. I want to do. I don't want to read about anything yeah, like the that. Side of human nature. Yeah, it's like oh, I've been doing that for two weeks. <coughs> yeah, I wanna, yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch some a cartoons. Yeah, do some nice. Do you ever? I'm not, and this is that's wrong. I don't know the right way to word this, but because um, I remember when I think I've listened to somewhere. You, there's a, there's a hint at it, but it's not. So we're not saying there's an, a reason, but like having a bit of understanding or humanity towards people that whose life has been so shit some of them have their, their childhood was so messed or messed oh yeah, yeah, yeah i listened to one episode i can't remember which one it was but somebody's life sounded so shit and obviously it doesn't excuse what they went on to do but other people have had shit like yeah not i know but i'm killer. saying but you know if, if you create a perfect storm for a, a kid to grow up in such horror they might go on to not be the most balanced person so yeah. it doesn't what i'm saying is there's no excuse but you can understand without excusing, mm. can't you? Yeah, you can sort of... It's like paedophiles, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Do, for... do you want to elaborate on that? Thanks for saving well, me there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was swimming around in a shark-infested water. I mean, it's not there. They're good people. No. <laughs> Why are we so down on them? I don't understand. It just misunderstood. Um, no, but it is that... Um, but also but at the they, same time... they had difficult childhoods, most of them, didn't they? Yeah. Obviously, and not, yeah, but like they, they had it done to them and they're doing it. <clears throat> but most people who had it done to don't turn out paedophiles. No, I know. But paedophiles, most of them have had it done to them. Yes. So, where are you going? <laughs> so, it's not their fault, man. Let them babysit, all right? No. <laughs> they're doing it for free. <laughs> but I watched those paedophile hunters and that, and a part of me does. F- can't help but just feel sorry for them a little bit. Well, of course, because and then you've got to remind yourself what they're sounds, doing. Because you know that's what I mean? also not how you that's, deal with it. Yeah, it's, that paedophile hunters are taking like where they it get, themselves. They, they kind of surround them and like outside a shopping yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just look mortified. But is that thing? Obviously, there's a there's a. But you've know, got to remember what they're doing. They're going to meet a fourteen year old girl. Totally. Or, but and uh, yeah, I do think. That, but again, if if it's if it's somebody's got chronic mental health issues mm. that has led to that point, what they need is the police to catch them if they're doing stuff like that and then they need to be not only sort of kept in incarcerated they need to be kept treated for their issues all kids. Yeah. i'm not a fan i'm not a believer in punishment as the only thing i'm a firm believer in rehabilitation but that's just because i'm a hippie wanker but you know i do think that's what I've, i always find like sort of un- get understanding is part of being human isn't it mm. like I, I, was, I was telling on what a couple of episodes ago i was talking about how i read the unabomber's manifesto oh yeah it's p- great it's a really interesting read and what comes through is that he's a nutter who was actually very clever mm. and just so frustrated at the world that he snapped and it doesn't excuse the fact that he did 16 bombs at all but actually if he hadn't have bombed anyone if you read that manifesto, you'd be like, there's a lot there that he's actually on mm. the money really talking about. Sort of the, the criticisms of the modern age and technology. And, uh, you know, uh, you'd, simply, you'd read the Can same thing. George Monbiot would write the that. same thing in The Guardian. So, but it's just the fact that he just snapped, he had the issues and snapped them. Was, it's like, so, and bear with me on this. So, you know, the Jonestown massacre. Yeah. So, when Jim Jones first started out being a preacher and stuff, he was really inclusive. He didn't like, uh, segregated churches and stuff like that. He was like, this should bring people together. And he was really, like, progressive. Yeah. And then, obviously, I think it was just, like... Power. Power. And it was it's like... human a, nature, isn't it? It was like a god, wasn't it, to them? But that's it. And then... that. So, so, not... Like, some of his ideas were actually like, oh, that's actually quite progressive. Yes. And interesting. But then also, you've gone mad. Yeah. So, and it is that it's the ego, isn't it? It's yeah, the ego power. of going that I know best mm. and other people don't, so I've got to just do these things, yeah. And that's the thing I sort of I don't, I would never don't be progressive, I think, is the moral of that <laughs> stick to the right as far as you can, as <laughs> far as you can get to that right wing, guys, just hug it like um Aaron Lennon used to do for Tottenham in his glory days. <laughs> Um, that was a far too niche football <laughs> reference, I think. Uh, I quite enjoyed it, the nicheness of it. Thank you. Was, yeah, I enjoyed it. Do you like that. football? Frank James. I do like football, yeah. I'm not, oh yeah. Says. Don't know why I'm bringing you, up football. I'm trying to swerve that subject. Do you prefer Oasis to the Beatles? 
Obviously, you're question. Because you're a big Liam Gallagher fan. Huge Oasis fan. Uh, but both 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 yeah, I love both of them. Absolutely love both Do of them. Do you like them stuff since Oasis? Because uh, I, I was a massive Oasis fan when I was a kid. Like I prefer, Even though I'm from London, I preferred them to Blur. I was mm. like, Oasis were my ones. Yeah. These rough little fucking working yeah. class bastards, you know what I mean? I was really, I, I really associated myself with them as a Those kid. Those first two albums blew my mind. They're amazing. But then, since then... Like I and, and this isn't sort of being contrary or anything. I've not liked anything either of them have done after Oasis. BDI, I did not like at all. Yeah, what's that? An album? Uh, it was Liam Gallagher's band. It was basically Oasis without Noel yeah. and different oh, okay. songs. I didn't like them at all. I couldn't get into them. I wanted to like them, but I just didn't. Noel stuff. I like some of it. I think some of it has gone a bit. And this is my mum's description of Noel's solo work Tesco dad jeans yes it's but that's what both, I feel both of them have not have not progressed they sort of they've just grown Still old the and 90s. done what they did at the Oasis a bit shitter yeah, that's I sort of what it feels Liam's like Liam's solo album I loved I thought it was great do you know actually have you heard the newest Noel song oh the Black Star and it sounds Rising. a bit in excess it's quite fucking it's quite cool I I, that's it's... the first thing I've heard of his I was like oh that's a bit different to what you used to do yeah. I, I quite like that I think it's alright I prefer when he does like a proper banger though. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like, I kind of like the. See, I just I like I like it when people like of so seminal like Oasis that ends and they just go fucking mental. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, that's why now, like you know, like sort of when Blur stopped, I don't think anyone would have predicted it's Gorillas. Do you know what I mean? Coming no. out of Damon Albarn, I like when people go fuck that shit. Let's go or like Damon totally Albarn different. going off and doing like Africa Express stuff and like, yeah, yeah. He's... I like people that sort of go. Like, you know like what? Bowie. That was that. This is now. Yeah. Like yeah, Madonna. They've, yeah. They've not really... They're not really... Um, so do you prefer the Beatles, though? <clears throat> or you appreciate that they are better, I, I like. <laughs> I like the Beatles. I can appreciate that the Beatles were, you know... Who's your favourite Beatle? That's always... Paul McCartney. Anyone who says it's not Ringo is just wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> that's um, your favourite Beatle, Paul McCartney? Yeah, really? he's really cute, wasn't he, when he was young? I think... He's a nice George guy. Harrison. Have you watched the... It's got to um, be Lennon, Have you watched the Netflix... It? No. Oh, have you Lennon. Watched, but Lennon was also a bit of a wanker, he wasn't was he? He was horrible, yeah. But um, yes. there's a Netflix documentary about George Harrison. I don't know if it's actually Netflix, but it's a two... It's like so long. It's like three oh, hours. Oh, it's about three, yeah, three hours it's long. fucking brilliant. Is George Harrison was so cool. Like, he yeah. was the best one. He was a very. Uh, I really love "My Sweet Lord" as a it's tune a as well. Beautiful song. It's an absolute banger. That's a tune. And um, "Got My Mind Set on You" is one of my favourite eighties yeah, tracks. Good, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. The cover for that album is one of the funniest album covers. It's the most eighties album. Like, what's it like? I'm not... He just looked like he was wearing like a. I was about to say a gross shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a gross shirt. Um, it's sort of like a, a horrible a shirt. shirt. He's just holding a guitar and it's like got clouds in the background. It looks like I've done it on Photoshop. But it looks cool. No, yeah, but in a sort of cheesy shit yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, I love. Yeah, I love I'm George Harrison. I, I love him. Um, so the answer to that would be the Beatles. I love the Beatles, uh, but I obviously prefer Oasis because they're like my era. Yeah. But I appreciate both of those. Yes. Um, let's do another. What have we got? Loads of questions. Which one should we do? Oh, David Stepney. Is there a joke that another comedian has done that you would? That you feel would suit you better? This is a good question. Ooh. Would you ever swap a joke with a friend? I've swapped bits, like, I've sat and written with friends, you know, where we're just throwing ideas back and forth. And, like, I've sort of said, like, we've got an idea for a bit of their stuff. And then, I, like, we've, I've, I've, maybe I've come up with it, but off the back of one of theirs. And then, like, I've chatted to them a week later and they're like, I tried it, it didn't really work. And I was like, right, can I have it back? Because I'm going to try, I think <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. do it di- better yeah. and differently. So I do that quite regularly. I've had someone say, um, oh, this is the type of joke you'd do, and give me a joke, and I'm like, no, it ain't. (laughs) (laughs) And then you feel slightly insulted. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. what? (laughs) It's weird that I've never, I don't think I've ever, I've thought, oh, I wish I had thought that, or I wish that was my routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the person I think most about, stand-up-wise, is, yeah, apart from you, obviously, is uh, Paul McCaffrey. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely love Paul McCaffrey. He's so good. He's Shout like, out Paul McCaffrey. He will drag every bit of it, comedy out of an observation. Yeah. I know I mean that in a that sounded almost bad. Like he'll literally ruin it. No, but what I mean is he'll his take me out bit. I was just gonna say the take me out is bit. It's like ten minutes long it's so observations funny. about one specific <laughs> thing. He's and doing the underbelly this year, isn't he? Uh, um, uh, yes, I yeah. think he is, yeah. But he, uh, and yeah, as, as a recommendation, that is, I'd recommend Paul so highly. But I think definitely. he's one of the most underrated comedians in the country. He's so funny. 
His, yeah, that really take me out. Funny. I always think of that take me out routine. It's great, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's really, really good. Like that when I when I watched that, I was like, oh god, I wish I yeah, wish I'd. It's, it's relatively that. new as well, that he's, isn't it? Well, you see, I mean, it's probably. I think I first saw him do it about a year, eighteen months ago, and that was when it was two minutes long. Funny little observation about. Take me out, and then flash forward a year. I saw it when it was in its 10, 12 yeah. minute. Yeah, and the car boot sale really bit that he does as well. Oh, that's great! I love that the car boot sale. He's just yeah. He always has. He, I like that thing of he's an observational comic, but he'll really just take one thing and just drag it out yeah, for a bit yeah. and really get every bit of funny out Rinse of it. it. Yeah, Sean Walsh has been is another one who does yeah. that with yeah. when he does a. You know, sometimes because I I tend to do stories with observations in them, so I I sort of use the observations as little throwaway jokes. Yeah. And sometimes I think, oh, maybe I should go off and go into it more. But then I'm like, it doesn't really suit me. Yeah. Like with me, I, I met up with Sean the other day. He watched my preview, and then the day after we went for coffee, and I just said, if you've got any thoughts, I'm like, he look, he look at it from such a different angle. And one of the bits, he he started coming up with all these observations off the back of it. And I was like, but yeah, I should maybe go into it. And then I tried it at a preview, and I was like, now that bit's just way too long. It's yeah. already a long story. <laughs> No, I've I've just made it an extra seven minutes. So that's good, though, isn't it, for an Edinburgh show to have? But my show's already too long, mate. Cutting down, isn't I? That's it, yeah. Um, Just speak quicker, isn't it? So yeah. (laughs) But I don't. Yeah, it's rare I see somebody do a bit that I think would suit me better. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. No. Because I I think I've seen comedians do bits that I don't think suit them. Mm. You see it a lot more with newer comics who are trying to be edgy and stuff like that. But I've had it where I I think the whole thing about stand-up should be you do what you do. I don't think I've ever... And, like, you shouldn't ever think, oh, that person's like me. They do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I always feel quite happy that I don't feel... Unique. Yeah, I'm quite happy with what I do, and I don't... I've never... But, yeah, the only time when I've watched a, a comedian, I've been like, oh, I wish that was mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only time, really. Yeah. Do you ever want to... Just take it and start doing it. <laughs> it's the easiest way, isn't I wrote it, it first. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing my bit? And then ring them and tweet about them nicking your bits. Um, Ronan Quinn, what's your favourite day of the year? Christmas Day. Is it? Come on, it has to be, doesn't it? It's a bit hacky. I've got kids, man. It's nice. Christmas Sweet. Eve. Christmas Eve. I love Christmas Eve. Do you know what? Christmas I used to morning. love Christmas Eve. I used to love Christmas Eve before all my friends had kids. Because that used to be our big yes. tear up. And now we've had to move it to the 23rd. <laughs> so your kids can enjoy Christmas Day. <laughs> Selfish wanker. I love um, Christmas morning. What about morning? cow? <laughs> um, sorry, Watching no. the kids open the presents. Yeah. That's the best day. Is it? Mm. What, do, um, what about you opening presents? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I love opening yeah, presents. No, it's yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, I think... I love um, opening my kids' presents. Boxing Day, I think. I, Boxing Day, if I've not drunk Christmas Day, Boxing Day is lovely. Mm. It's all done, in it? You can just... you can do yeah. nothing. There's no, it is a proper nothing day. Yeah. Don't have to see anyone. It's a good day, man. I used to quite... Yeah, I, I used to quite like New Year's Day if I've gone bananas on New Year's Eve. That's you know like a hangover, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's sort of a hangover that you are allowed. It's, it's yeah, the yeah, most yeah. Sort of Like sanction- everyone's hungover. Yeah. It's a good much, day yeah. to sort of start a fresh year. Yeah, but normally you're hungover enough, you can start a fresh year, because you're not going to go near booze. Make some resolutions. Mm. Yeah, but um, but I think... I don't, I've never been a massive fan of my birthdays. I hate my birthday. Really? I like opening presents, it. but yeah, it's a bit like... I get really... Big deal. But you know you can open no. presents. I still do, I still you know, do you can open presents as... any day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need to stop buying myself presents. <laughs> I've always buy myself little now presents. Now I'm living I don't on my own. Them, but you not buy yourself no, you, a little yeah, treat from time like, to time. Yeah, you'd be like, Now I'm yeah. single, I'm uh, going to have to buy myself presents. You, um, you, I thought you were married. No. Oh. Um, I was never married, but I was in a... Long term. Long ting. Oh, right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Hope you're well. It's great. <laughs> um, let's do... <laughs> I mean, this is such an... After that little sort of quite sincere moment, uh, Lee Moody's asked, what's the proper way to wipe your bum after a poo? Oh, God. <laughs> with wet wipes, Lee. No, not with wet. You can't flush no, wet No, 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 but the, what, the flushable but ones. But they're still worse than toilet paper, I think. No, not the, the flushable ones, are Yeah, they are worse. They're still worse. Well, it depends if you want a clean bum hole on it, mate. <laughs> But I'd rather the I'd rather the Fuck pipes the environment, work man. better. The, the what about my pipes? <laughs> I'm not even answering that, but it's just reminded me. I've got a sparkly arsehole, is what I'm trying to say. The worst thing that I saw, that program Embarrassing Bodies. Yes. I was watching uh, it with my mate, and there was just this nice old guy in his mid-50s, worked in a pub. Like genital little, warts. little featured story about him. He's like... That's a little backstory. He's like, oh yeah, I've been working here for many years now. And he's like, oh, 
giving someone a pint and all that kind of stuff. And the <laughs> issue was that he was like, it doesn't matter how well I wipe my bum, I still smell of shit, oh, basically, right? Has he got, did so, he have shit in his nostrils? They, they oh. can't be that embarrassed if he's going on national <laughs> telly right? That's it. to say, he I is, smell of shit. This man had lived with this issue for so long and it was bringing him down, you know. Kill it, yourself People first. were commenting on it. People were commenting. Like, people were saying, like literally like, other people could when smell you'd be the around, shit. Like, what is that people smell? would talk, wouldn't they? Oh, my they God. They did all these, like, uh, tests. Like, he went in, you know, had a bit of a thing up his bum and all that kind of stuff. And the upshot was, he just wasn't wiping his bum properly. No. And the, the doctor was like, okay, so basically, you just need to wipe a bit better. He just wasn't wiping wipes. his bum properly. How bad are you wiping your bum now that you, your whole, you entirely I, smell of shit? I just don't know. Like, But I just remember watching it and going... This is the saddest thing of it, this poor man. Oh, my God. But wipe your bum, I mean, come <laughs> on, like... I mean, like, that would be my... F- if I started stinking a shit, that would be the first thing i try, just to sort of improve my... Get a bee day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... Just go and walk into a lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, should, you should host an Embarrassing Body spin-off. <laughs> Somebody comes out, smell of shit, walk just into walk into a lake, lake mate. Next. Uh, <laughs> They're very brave for going on there, to be totally honest, aren't they? Or to foolhardy. Oh, yeah, go well, to a normal doctor, doctor where there's not yeah. cameras. I find it hard to watch. I don't watch it. I can't watch it. But that's one of the very few episodes I've seen of it. Right. Yeah. It's um, like the one where they get naked for dating. Oh, Naked Attraction. That is the worst show on television. Yeah. Like, it's the most... I can't believe Especially when, when they have to hug naked. Oh my god, it's disgusting. But that's I mean I only it's one of the things I don't watch, but sometimes if I'm in like a hotel, it's just on it's it's on when I turn the telly on yeah. and I'm like, ooh, and I have like ten minutes of just I can't you know I mean you're so cringy that your whole all your tendons tighten up. It's cringe TV. It's just anyone who goes on it is insane. I genuinely think. I like, mean, it's mad. That's like people moan about Love Island and the sort of narcissism. But that, of it. I think that is that is going on Naked Attraction is so much more insanely narcissistic than. I, and you're just Love going based on what their body looks like. But anyone who would just stand there naked on telly, saying, "Well, you know, just I'm, I'm looking for love." What about their family? I'm what looking about for their love. children? What if they got kids? And it, that is, it's there forever, yep. isn't it? That's going to go on YouTube. Here's my cock. <laughs> yeah. That's, and it's also, they say like the whole ethos of the show is like, you know, just to take out, you know, any shame of body stuff before you ever get going. I mean, that I get, shouldn't be, I get that, that should be a lot. Like, surely you should get to know well, yeah. somebody from the sort of head down. That's yeah, it, because yeah. sometimes you can meet somebody that you don't necessarily find attractive straight away, and then you get to know them, and you're like, oh, actually, I fancy this person. So, yeah. what? yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why, like. It's the, a terrible starting point to think, I really like their dick. Yeah. Let's work from that. I didn't even know I was gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is such a terrible starting point yeah. for a relationship. I've, yeah, anyway, that's my issue with it. I think it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> also, I've, I've, I've definitely, I've become way more prudish as I've, as, as I've marched towards 40. Mm. Like, not prudish, but what I mean is, like, I was watching an episode of Love Island the other day. And the moment they start kissing, I have to cover my eyes. I can't deal with it. It's too gross. And like, I'm like, fucking get off each other, man. There's cameras around. Do you know what I mean? I feel, I feel sort of like... I don't like petting do in public. Well, I think like, do it in private. Yeah, and it's my like, I'm not one of these people that gets angry about seeing people have a smooch in the street or... Get a room. But I just, yeah, I don't know. It's something about yeah, yeah. proper... Like, yeah, the noises you hear on Love the- Island, it's like... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some people that are into that. What's that ASMR thing? Oh, yeah, the whispering. I quite like that. But also there's ones that like noises, isn't it? It's like this. You go. Oh, gross. I like the stuff like that. You should start doing that, mate, for money. Put a PayPal link up. (laughs) Patreon available. Julian does ASMR for five minutes. Um, If you're in room 101, what would you put in it? Matty Richardson. Um, oh, naked that's a attraction. proper question, that, and it's a proper old hey. That's like a. I'd put people in it. For. Naked attraction. I definitely would put that in room one hundred and one. People with no clothes. Kissing, I, no, kissing noises. I, I, there's a person I'd put in. I feel really bad saying it because. Do you know? Him? No, Is it I somebody just, we know? No, no, no. It's a famous person. Is it Julian? It, it's Julian. Uh, <laughs> no problem. I'll get in it. Where Lily is it? Allen. Lily Allen. Really. Can't, can't warm to that girl. Can't. Katy Perry actually is gr- great on me lately, and I used to quite like her. How often are you encountering Katy Perry's? <laughs> someone I spoke to the other day, they hated her, and I'm like, oh yeah, 
I've never. Well, she was doing that therapy show. I don't show think I've heard she, her speak. She's doing a therapy show and going really deep with her Is she? issues. On what? She was, talking to, she was talking to a therapist, like this live thing, and she's crying and she's going, I've got my hair cut and some people don't like where it. Are you, <laughs> where, I'm like, oh, fuck. Where off. are you watching this? Um, on telly. <laughs> Really? On YouTube, maybe. I don't YouTube. know. I watch a lot of crap. Well, yeah, what, this is the thing. You're actively watching stuff that you're like, fucking hate this Yeah, person. yeah, definitely. That's the problem with the modern age, isn't it? We're all watching stuff that yeah, annoys yeah. us. Yeah, it's good to it, hate, yeah. though, isn't it? It's, it's a nice It's not. It's feeling. a terrible thing. It's, yeah, but it's, if you... If you draining. You could yeah. watch something that you really enjoy watching rather I know. than... I should do. Yeah. Like yeah. Porn. Getting angry. Get straight back onto no porn, porn and serial killers. as well. Pedophile documentaries are great as well. They're not. They're I just don't easy. I've just got them on in the background sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Louis Theroux. That was a good one, wasn't it? Oh, I watched the, the newest one three with times. the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, I started watching that. But that's I... not a new, what a third one with. Isn't them? there an updated one? That's the one I yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah. Number two, but it's still like five years old. Oh no, there's a new one on BBC. He's, he did an update. Going to watch it tonight. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's quite harrowing, but I mean, he's and it's, it's what's good about it. He's he loses his temper a couple of times. Well, one it's of the girls see, left, didn't does they? It? It's rare you see Theroux lose his Ooh. temper, and there's moments where he goes no, and I was like, yeah, go on, boy, fuck him up. Oh. Oh, I'm about to watch this then. Go on, Louis. Yeah. Um, I love Louis, man. He's I, good, isn't he? National in, treasure. He, he used is, to. man. He is. He lives in LA now, but he used to live around oh, the corner here. Traitor. Did he really? So when this uh, coffee shop around the corner there opened, um, you used to see him in there having a coffee now and again. Oh. Were you tempted to chat to him? No, because, you know, he's just he's doing I'd his thing. I'd love to chat to him. I'd, yeah, I mean. I would have pulled up a chair and made it really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the Jeremy it's Corbyn cafe him. in Finsbury Park? What? So there's a cafe in Finsbury Park yeah. next to the station and I'd, they love Jeremy Corbyn in there. Yeah. Apparently sometimes he goes in. But there's I was just... Of Jeremy Cor- James Corbyn. Oh, not sorry. James Corbyn. No, no. Jeremy and, Corbyn. <laughs> Jeremy okay. Corbyn. So there's all like printed out pictures on the outside. It's like his Turkish cafe. And it's printed, it says, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, the eagle, no one can stop him. And then it'll be like, Jeremy's favourite dish. And you go in and there's pictures of Jeremy Corbyn all from stages of his life, from like being young, and yeah. then and then there's like um, there's like a Turkish teapot thing, and it's got uh, Jeremy Corbyn's face on the top of it, and then on the spout it just says "Love you." Amazing. It's, there's a Christmas tree up in the corner, and it's just got little baubles of Jeremy Quality. Corbyn. On. I like that. They love him. Well, they normally, love him so much. Do you ever go to? Have you ever been to one of them Indian restaurants in sort of uh, the West End? But they've always got pictures of celebrities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always one of Gary Wilmot in every <laughs> carrier. I met him once. Did you? My dad knew him, yeah, and um, I went backstage at Catford Theatre and he gave me and my sister a signed photo of himself. It's a gift. <laughs> I bet you were I was like, about nine. I was like, you up. fucking did he say, wanker. Did he yeah. say, can you take that to the Indian restaurant <laughs> in the area that you live in? <laughs> I need to do a drop around all of it. very important to me. But, Was um, he a nice man? <laughs> he didn't. He was just a bit show busy. I didn't really. I was just sitting right. there like, I don't Where is really he now? care. I don't know. Wilmot. Oh, Shout I don't out know. Wilmot, by yeah, the way. Good big guy. Up, big up yourself. Big up. He's Mike um, Wilmot's um, brother, isn't he? <laughs> <it? laughs> um, but what, yeah, so what's a Lily Allen dislike based on it, online behaviour, music? I just really hate... I, I don't know. I'm just really bad because I always feel like when you work in comedy, you're like two people away <clears throat> from that person. Do you know what I mean? Because of people yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to bump into her in Edinburgh or something. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I just don't like the music. I I think it's very false. I don't like. I like some of the stuff she does about when people sort of body shame her, or you know, yeah. Of that picture well, of this her. is the thing because I've never liked her music, but I don't think it's for me. Yeah, you know, it's the same. Yeah. I, I, the reaction I would have to her music is the same as Lewis Capaldi. When she or first came out, Ed yeah. Sheeran or someone that I know that music. I know so many people that moan about like fucking Ed Sheeran, fucking selling millions of hours. It's like yeah, it ain't for you, mate. Yeah, You're a forty-year-old like it. bloke. Yeah, that's it's good though, isn't it? But it's not. It's. I mean, it's. It's not. It's not good for me. It's good for somebody yeah. who thinks it's good. That's yeah, the way objection like like and objectivity it. works. So. I mean, I don't. I don't think. I just. I don't know. It's just. I think it was the time when she sort of, sort of appeared. Yeah. And then, I don't know. There's a little bit of that thing where it's like, I have this. You know, so because I'm working class, I have that little thing where. When someone's not working class, and, and they, they pretend to be, pretend to be it. I don't think I she's think, pretend to be working class. I mean, the voice might have been a little. Her dad was, but, but I think she'd come from. Well, she grew up with cash. him. She yeah, with him having money and stuff. I just think when she came out, it it felt really false. And it's yeah, like yeah. you've been to a posh school. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Hate it. What, I don't like it when someone's not themselves. Yes, yeah. And I think you know. But that's the, uh, that's a very modern thing. Mm. That rush to claim some attachment to working class mm. 
ness is because of the nature of sort of um what's the word intersectional intersectionality means like you know as we're now trying to look at sort of privilege much more anyone who sort of realizes they've got a fair bit of it Mm. needs something in it especially white people white people now white people think i need to be working class otherwise i ain't got i ain't got nothing you know what i mean so like I see it all the time. I know loads of. Comedians I spent who, years trying not to be though. This like, is it. This is the problem. Clearly. If you grew up working class, I grew up desperate to get away from yeah. my parents. Like you know, they're poor fucking people in a council flat. I couldn't wait to not be that. And my whole life has been an attempt to not be that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I'm surrounded by wanky plants and <laughs> hippie shit? It's because that this is all me trying to be something else mm. and find and not have the the horrible sort of constantly difficult life my parents had and yeah, still yeah. have. So I, but I find whenever I'm, I, I'm always very aware when I see somebody adopting working classness as a, as a, yeah, identity. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I always, I'm like, like where do you grow up? Your parents? Yeah. Own, did your parents own a house? Like stuff. Because that's my thing. Like, I think there's always there's so many levels of working classness as well. I know yeah, people, that's like, true. I, a good friend of mine. He now has changed his opinion. He always used to claim to be working class, even though his dad owned like three properties because his dad owned a building company, and so his dad came out came out of a working class place in ireland and was a builder but then came over here and built up this fucking empire free houses you know rental properties helped my friend buy his first place mm. and i was like you're not working class mm. mate you fucking come from money you know what i mean your yeah. dad's a millionaire yeah 100 percent. i agree so i that, think yeah. there's so many people that claim being working class when they ain't they've, they're, mm. they're, they're a to- they're sort of definitely in the middle classes even if they just don't think it because their parents job might not sound middle class if they've got money, they ain't, they ain't working class, man. That's my mm. rule. I'm real yeah. like, you've got to be poor to be working class nowadays. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Like, because I, I see it so often, especially in comedy. And yeah. Like you say, you're like, you are not working class. It's Please bullshit, don't man. pretend that you're working class. But then also, in, now it's sort of seen as not an issue to be working class. I think there's still a bit of snobbery around it. Yeah. I think some people treat you there's one particular person I know for 100% just does not like me because I'm working class who is he I can't say oh come on are they but, a comedian yeah really I, tell us off I'll there. tell you but 100% and I know how do you know it's like because of that I, I just know I can sense it because of how that person interacts with other people right and I just I, I just know and yeah. it's not like I've got you know a chip on my shoulder or anything but it was like when I introduced myself to this person they were like Really? Yeah, sort of Fuck. recoiled. Bastards. And then, and I was like, the only thing I can think of is I'm the only working class person in this room, so I think that is this person's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird one. I'm very, so I, that's the thing, I now don't really, I'm very comfortable with, I think I sort of, I, I, I can sort of act however I want it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. More, I'm more comfortable now since comedy and since like, I've worked in London and stuff around people with like private education. I'm more comfortable around mm. private yeah, Comedy's school. taught me totally. It makes me realise, yeah. oh yeah, they're just like me as well. Oh. With a better education. And also, the, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What they can be it, buffoons as well. That's, that's exactly That's what yeah. was yeah. a bit of a thing. Oh yeah, they can be stupid. Making friends. Yeah. <laughs> I know friends like, you know, um, who went to boarding school, private, private schools, you know, went to a good university and they, you know, they come from money mm-hmm. and are way more fucked up than me mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally. Mm. And I, I, I asked about boarding school is brutal. Boarding school is, brutal boarding school like, is one of the most dangerous things I think to kids. It's so it's horrendous. Like worse than like my school, and it was like just off a councillor state yeah, in Plumstead. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. I mean, yeah, it's like. Can you imagine being taken? Your mum and dad going right. Go on, you're off to boarding Six school. Six years old. Yeah, you're, you're only little. Yeah, Christmas, and then you, I mean, it does toughen them up, but it's fucking traumaing for can, a kid. Yeah, they got to just shut down something. Yeah, we wonder why there's so many like sociopaths in politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in boardrooms of like banks and stuff like that it's because they all got they all got such they were brought up to be that they were brought up to be sociopathic and just i'm my own person. sexual yeah. abuse as well yeah man in boarding school <laughs> there was honestly i mate I, um, I love how you laughed at that as if you did it <laughs> i laughed at it because I, I thought why did i say that 
But I mean, that, that was a, a generational thing. There used to be so many more pedo teachers, innit? Yeah. I don't know. We had a pedo teacher. We had a pedo teacher. My mate, oh, got, yeah, there was my mate got molested and, we, and he told us and we just took the piss out of him. That's, yeah. I'm blind. Ten years old. Different times. You got the ditch touch. I changed his name in my address book to Dick Lick. Oh, but he, um, but as a result of that, um, he it came out and the guy went to prison. Good. You're welcome, society. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've we've already gone over an hour. Oh wow! Flew by, didn't it? Yeah. Um, we'll Thanks for it, coming. We'll wrap it up. I've enjoyed myself. And then you can tell us who that person was. Yeah, well, your listeners have questions it. as well, don't they? Huh? They ask good questions, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they've got. There was that, we didn't get through it. We never get through them all. But um, sorry, those we didn't answer next fine, time. We'll answer the next time. Um, so just quickly again, Edinburgh show, the People's Princess, nine thirty-five p.m. Ooh-wee. Good time. Underbelly, Bristow Square. Done. Every Great. day, no day off. No day off. Wow. I'm just not doing the last day. Stamina. I'm not doing the last day, yeah. but I'm also having a day off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, no day mine's off. a bit more lazy. That's a day off. Just, just sent me just under last end. year, the last day. I am. Um, you, when you say last day, do you mean it's Monday? Or the so Sunday. the Monday. Oh, I'm not doing Sunday or Monday. <laughs> I, I, I'm very. Um, I never ever do the Monday, or and, I've ne- and then I've stopped doing the Sunday, Aww. just because. Um, right, this time I'm going to fly down and do the Reading I'm Festival. Taking 25 and then days off. Train home, so I'll be home that Sunday evening. Oh, you. You're doing good. what? Get on the train as well with no people on it. Early morning one. That's what I did. From Edinburgh. Yeah, well, I've got f- I think I've got yeah. a fly to six a.m. Oh, that's nice. It was nice. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. Um, First class. Anyway, <laughs> thanks Sarah for listening. Travel. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thank you. People can listen to your podcast. They're all online. All yeah. filler. Oh, how many no episodes filler. in total now? I think there's 64. That's a lot of murderers. That's a load. That is a lot of murderers. Keep it up, murderers. Keep it up, guys. We need content. <laughs> cracking on. People are idiots. Kill them. We'll see. Don't, don't kill we'll, me. Don't kill. Um, we'll be in touch. We've just been talking about doing a live one potentially in November. So At the Phoenix in London. There's nothing's been confirmed, Julian. Three PM. Be there <laughs> or be square. Right. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.